All right. Welcome back once again, everybody. I'm Don Seifert. It's the Dr. Tree Fruit and Don podcast. I'm here with Dr. Carrie Peter. Say hi, Carrie. Hello. And today we have a short fruit bite update uh, at the start of the season. I know things are progressing pretty rapidly here in like southeastern PA, and I'm sure things are moving even faster down there in south central PA, right? Yeah, it's going to be like in the mid 70s, pushing 80 the next three days. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm not I'm in denial. (laughs) I'm (laughs) in denial over this. Yeah, I think we all kind of are. Yeah, Um, yeah. So I know you have a disease update for today. Is that the only update? I do. Yeah, that's the only update I have. I didn't hear anything from um, the entomologist or the horticulturist. So, and I think it's kind of quiet anyway for this time of year for them. So, but there's definitely some action on the disease side of things. Cool. Then I'll let you rock and roll. Okie dokie. All right, folks. In the words, I think of Steppenwolf, get your motor running. This Thursday, April 6th, there is an apple scan gab infection event predicted. Uh, It looks like at least for the southern part of the state, an average of 70 degrees, between 65 and 70 degrees. And so during that time frame, or during that temperature zone, all you need is six leaf wetness hours um, to cause an infection. So this could be a significant infection event. But what is going for us is that this number of scab spores, mature scab spores that are available are still on the low side. So as you remember, when apple scab spores are ready to go at the start of the season, they don't all mature at once in those overwintering leaves from last season. They gradually mature and then they are released over time uh, with with wedding events. And that peak release is typically bloom to petal fall, where we've got the maximum number of spores that mature spores that are available to cause infection. You combine that with disease conditions and you can have really high disease pressure during that time. So right now we're sort of at the beginning of the curve, beginning of the upward slope. Um, so for folks, this is important for folks who have had issues with apple scab um, or have problem areas in their orchard, you want to be mindful. So what would you do during this period or what should you do? So I'm guesstimating that folks are anywhere from green tip to pushing tight cluster with regards to where the phenology is on trees. I I did sort of a a drive around all my orchards yesterday, and that's basically what I saw. (laughs) Stuff barely peeking through. I'm talking, I'm looking at you, Rome. I'm looking at you, Law law Rome, um, to stuff that's at really early tight cluster. And I'm looking at you, Gala. Uh, So so that's the range that I have. So what to do at this time period? Uh, definitely mancozeb, a rain fast mancozeb. And I've always been advocating rain fast mancozebs um, for the last several years. Um, you do get a bang for your buck with those rain fast mancozebs. So that's your Manzate Pro Stick, Roper Rain Shield, Dithane Rain Shield, or something similar. So you can just use straight mancozeb during this time, just because the amount of green tissue and the low spore count, you could probably get away with that. Um, However, if you have issues with scab um, or have had issues, consider tank mixing with something like psyllid at 1.5 pints to the acre. Uh, If you are organic um, or if you are applying something like mancozeb or psyllid, you have option of sulfur um, at 8 to 10 pounds per acre. Also, uh, um, potassium bicarbonate is another organic option, and you want to be applying that at 3 pounds to the acre. Uh, another option that I know 
that is a popular uh, practice in New York is the Captozeb mixture, and that's Captan and Mancozeb tank mixed together. So you would be applying Mancozeb at three pounds to the acre plus two and a half pounds of Captan. And what um, the for the usage of that, what folks like about it is that you have the stickability of Captan and the spreadability of Mancozeb. I think that's what the thoughts are, and that is a good combination. However, be mindful of using that combination because you don't want to be using up the, your captan allotments um, during the early season because the captan is really important during the cover sprays. So if you're at tight cluster, if you're like my galas and you're at tight cluster, this is the time for powdery mildew management. Um, folks often forget about this as far as the first important spray of the season for powdery mildew and that's at tight cluster so be mindful of dry days and especially dry days that are above 53 degrees fahrenheit and you also want to be thinking of really humid mornings as well because powdery mildew the powdery mildew fungus doesn't need leaf wetness hours like apple scab it really just needs humidity and you can probably achieve that very quickly in the morning so be mindful of basically the dry weather days where we reach above 53 degrees. Um, so, but you're also concerned about apple scab as well during tight cluster. So if you're tank mixing with the mancozeb, that's, you're good to go. So you can focus on a, a single mode of action that is strong against powdery mildew. So products could include stuff like Sevia or Rally, Topguard or Rhyme, Procure, even Torino, which I know is a little expensive, but this was approved for apples, I think, two seasons ago. And for Torino, you're allowed one application a season. Now, uh, if you now if it's wet during the tight cluster period, which it might be for some folks, you know, your options are are Sevia, your Indar, Inspire Super, Procure, Scala, Vanguard. So these products are FRAC 3 and 9. And I want folks to focus on these FRAC groups and save the FRAC 7s for bloom and petal fall and like first cover, um, because that's when you're going to have to be worrying about apple scab and marcinina blotch, which we will discuss marcinina blotch when it comes time. If you were at the winter meetings, if you were at Hershey, you heard me talking about marcinina blotch. And you should be aware that marcinina blotch control occurs right after peak scab, which is around petal fall and then probably about early June. Okay, so the last thing to discuss is stone fruit. As I'm driving around, I see a lot of stone fruit that's blooming out there. Uh, so your, your peaches and nectarines, even your apricots and plums that are probably still blooming. You want to be mindful that we are in this stage of, of potential blossom blight of stone fruit, and that's caused by the brown rot fungus. So Infections uh, can occur during wedding periods when the temperatures are between 41 and 86 degrees Fahrenheit. And we have those conditions this week and we have that rain event coming up. Uh, so it's important to be mindful of keeping those blossoms protected during this time. What to use? Well, focus on the FRAC2 fungicides. That's your Iperdione, Meteor, 
and um, Roverol. So that's FRAC2. So this is a unique mode of action. You can only use it through petal fall. So I often recommend folks using this during bloom petal fall for brown rot because that saves the other FRAC groups like 3, 9, 7, and 11 for your pre-harvest brown rot sprays, which is when you'll need those products to really suppress brown rot infection. Another option during bloom is Topsin. That's FRAC group one. That would also be effective. Um, so something to also keep in mind is tank mixing with a broad spectrum like Captan, Zyram, or Chlorothalonil during this early time period as well. And that's, again, for fungicide resistance management. Um, so that's it for me, folks. Uh, so just as a reminder, this Thursday, April 6th, is a protect, uh, projected apple scab infection event. And it's Tuesday, and the forecast is still the same as yesterday. So I think it's going to happen. So hopefully folks will be able to get their trees covered up this week, both um, for their apple trees and also their stone fruit trees that are blooming. So be mindful of apple scab and brown rot during this time, during this wedding event. So that is it. So Don, did I miss anything? Not that I can think of. That was like lightning rounds. <laughs> you were <laughs> rattling it off there for a second. All right. Well, uh, folks may have to listen to this twice. No, I tried right. not it... to. I tried not to speed talk too much. <laughs> no, I think this one it's pretty tight. So uh, if they have to listen to it twice, should be okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you guys are will be listening to this by tomorrow morning. So thanks, Carrie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good luck, folks. All right. Say goodbye. Goodbye.